0: gentle parenting is often trying to express to the children that you can make the right choice on your own um and you have wisdom inside yourself and it all comes down to this like i won't respond at all which i agree with uh some people say gentle parenting is just emotionally regulated parenting it's like well Hmm. If you're ever exploding, that's sin. Hmm. And so it's like, that's not what I'm talking about when I say spanking. Um, So that's maybe a defining of terms kind of thing. But a lot of people just say, oh, you should never hit your child. You're trying to teach them empathy and kindness. And so you explain to them how it affected you. I'm like, that's called emotional manipulation. the word of God, I will build my
1: house. Welcome to Grounded. I'm Steve Hartland, pastor at Cornerstone Community Church in Joppa, Maryland. And today I have a guest, and she and I are talking about parenting. So here's a verse, one of the Bible's premier, wonderful, amazing verses on parenting. It is Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 4. The Apostle Paul writes, Fathers, I like that he addresses fathers. Do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the nurture or the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Fathers, bring them up in the nurture or discipline and instruction of the Lord. That's what we're talking about today. My guest is Taylor Wallace. Taylor, this is our third podcast we've done.
0: Yeah, it's great.
1: Yeah, so there's a whole bunch of reasons why I invited you again, you, and, uh, you know, because I like you, because we're friends, because you're good at this, because you <laughs> study things, because but also because I looked back through to see which were our best episodes, most listeners, oh, really? and guess what? They're voting with their feet. They really like you. Uh-huh. Great. So I thought, all right, I gotta have Taylor back again. It's good for the podcast. <laughs> that's not the main reason. The main reason is we're talking about parenting. Yes. And are we are are we parents? Are, yes. Are you a
0: parent? I am.
1: Tell us a little bit. How many kids do you have?
0: Sure. I have three boys. I have a two year old, a four year old, and a five and a half year old. Yeah,
1: so that's serious. We're uh-huh. in it. You're in it. Do they have any energy?
0: just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Are there
1: ever any challenges with them? No, not at all. No, right?
0: oh, they're perfect angels. Uh-huh. No, of course, lots of challenges, lots of different personalities and interactions. Yes. So, yep.
1: And you, you don't mind me saying no, do you that? No, go ahead. That they can't see this with your laptop sitting there, maybe, but I you're guess. just about ready to have oh, yes. number four. You want to tell four? us about number sure. four? Sure.
0: Number four is a girl. A so girl. So we we're so excited. We got our girl, and that's that'll be it.
1: Yeah, but we were talking before, yes. and then, like, Debbie and I always wanted to get a girl. We yes. were like, boy, 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 boy. You just keep trying. Um, but we were kind of relieved when they were all boys, because like, all right, it's another one of those. We know yep. how to do those. Yes. we used to, the, a girl would be a different thing. Do you oh, have yes. any, any thoughts, any apprehensions oh, about yes. that? Oh,
0: quite, yes. Quite, quite a bit. But that will the Lord is bringing us to it, so we will face it with joy and see what he has for us. Yeah, that's
1: exactly right, isn't it? hmm
0: Yeah. In
1: the providence of God, we're having a girl we're now. We're having a girl now, you know, so... <laughs> he's handing her to us and saying, raise this one up for me. Yes. So, good. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, so we are talking about parenting today. So I'm going to start us off here with a question, and that is... Um, why is it right that we parents impose our wills on our children? Mm. Debbie used to tell me. She struggled with this. She scores very high in agreeableness.
0: Ah. And she felt
1: like she would say, I don't feel like it's right to tell them what to do. <laughs> <laughs> say, baby girl, you got to tell them what to do. You know? yes. But she felt bad about that. Mm. Is it right? Is there a biblical warrant? Is there a biblical justification for us being like parents as opposed to being, friends or yes. you know enable us something talk about it a little bit
0: sure um i think there is biblical authority that god gives us this office of parent because it's not just um a, another role or something that you just get to hang out in and then move on from this is now a, an office that you hold for the rest of your life um and so you are doing the parenting under god's will Right, and so it. If God tells you to do it, you've got to do it the way He tells you to. You are so. responsible.
1: I like that you're using that word. It's an office. That that gives us a different view into it. Like what what else is an office? So a government official. That's yeah. an office. Pastor. A, a pastor. That's an office. Mm-hmm. And parent is an office. Yes. That puts it in a whole different place, doesn't
0: it? Yeah. It's not just about you expressing your feelings or even your personality or who you are, or your dreams or aspirations through your children. It's about doing what God told you to do.
1: Yeah. And and furthermore, uh, they absolutely need us oh, to yes. impose our wisdom, our will, because
0: they're lost yeah (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, they're kids they just don't know much yet they're i hate to say it their brains aren't really developed very much yet
0: no they're
1: not they absolutely need us to be there to guide to correct to put up fences to discipline to chase them. they're blessed yes if we do that
0: yes
2: yes so
1: yes very much so so let's talk about discipline Mm
2: -hmm.
1: um what it is maybe and and what it isn't so we open with a verse that talks about it bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the lord there are some other verses that uh you and i have looked at together and yes. talked about a little bit mm-hmm. i'm going to go down to one of those and it is uh jesus yes. in revelation 318 to the believers at laodicea he says those whom i love
2: mm-hmm
1: And what do we expect to come next? Well, if you love somebody, you're just going to snuggle up to them. Mm -hmm. It's going to be soft and fuzzy. No, those whom I love, I rebuke and discipline. Mm -hmm. So be earnest and repent. So it's a sign of our love. When we discipline our children, it's yes. for their good, right? That's another one. Uh, Job five seventeen and eighteen. Behold, blessed is the one whom God reproves. Mm-hmm. Therefore, despise not the discipline of the Almighty, for He wounds, but He binds up; He shatters, but His hands heal. And there are other passages we might look at oh, later. Many. But, yes. So discipline. Um,
0: but what isn't it?
1: What what it isn't? I was Go
0: like, ahead. Uh, oh oh goodness. Yeah. What well, is discipline not? It's not punishment. So right. i want to start there it's not punishment or retribution from the parent to the child or um I'll, i actually i think i'll say this too it's also not a way for you to write the wrongs that were done against you as a child in yeah. any mistakes that your parents might have made in parenting you
1: probably ought to develop that one a little more there's sure in that
0: sure one. um if you experience poor parenting or even good parenting but you hold bitterness towards your parents you can often think oh i'll fix it by the way i parent and that's not the way to fix bitterness (laughs) the way to fix bitterness is through christ Mm. um, and through forgiving your parents and and honoring them yourself but we often uh, i had a counselor say oh you're parenting little taylor Um, And that's what's happening. That's why you're having such a problem. And it's like, oh, no, I am. I'm parenting a ghost. Like this is a memory or something that um, is being brought up. But, again, parenting your child, that office is not for your healing. That Hmm. office is for the development of the child. Hmm. And so you have to just be careful to not cross into thinking that you can heal yourself through any sort of parenting choices you make
1: very good good so if you're dealing with issues especially from your background your parents sure yes you you don't solve those issues by disciplining your children yeah you're probably going to do some damage there if you do that oh yes so (laughs) is discipline is is disciplining our children a matter of obedience our obedience to christ (sighs) is it is it a matter Mm. of obeying god
0: yes and it isn't Easy, hmm. I would say, because often we either – I struggle with laziness often with it where it's just like, again, it's been less than five minutes, guys. And oh, I think every parent. <laughs> <is> <laughs> yes. You know? yes. And just feeling often like I don't want to engage. I want to ignore. Hmm. And that's sin. That's laziness. Um, and so it if I obeyed, I would discipline. Um, But also we can go in the other direction where we're like, well, I'm doing it. And so my children will be good or my children will be saved because I've done it right. Um, And so you can go in a whole range um, of doing it by your self-will instead of doing it to please your father in heaven who's Mm. given you this office and asked you – given you instructions on how to do it correctly and then – doing it. Even sometimes with the the fierceness of the spank is hard for me sometimes the pain of it. That is necessary for it. But sometimes I'm like, "Oh, but he's so little." And it's mm. like, "No, mm. he still needs to cry a bit."
1: We need to so, come back to that. The, sure. hurt the pain of the <laughs> yes, spank, Let, yeah. let's not forget. But parenting being a matter of obedience mm. to God mm-hmm. means it's not an optional thing, like yes. parents can't say, oh, that's, we'll, we'll make our own choices on that yes. or whatever. It really is something God yes. wants mom and dad to do with their children, discipline them, obtain their obedience. Never going to be mm-hmm. perfect, right? No, no. But, but it ought to be there. It ought to be somewhat substantial, getting yes. better and better over time. But uh, it's not a matter of, uh, oh, we're just going to do it this way or that way. Does, does the Bible tell parents anything about how to?
0: Yes. It, it actually gives a lot of examples. And even um, I stumbled across this last night, so I'm going to go down to it. But in Jeremiah, it gives us a beautiful example of how discipline, what the fruit is supposed to be in discipline. So this is between Ephraim or Israel and also God. But um, Ephraim is disciplined and he goes, oh, you discipline me like an unruly calf. Now, that's pretty clear. That's a mm. pretty... Clear uh, image there. I have been disciplined. Restore me and I will return because you are the Lord my God. After I strayed, I repented. So that's what we're seeking in our children is acknowledgement of sin, repentance, um, and then that they come to understand and that they beat their breast. And And he goes on to say, I was ashamed and humiliated because I bore the disgrace of my youth, hmm. which isn't that the foolishness of childhood? Yes, it is. And then God says, This is not Ephraim my dear son, the son in whom I delight? Though I often speak against him, I remember him. Therefore, my heart yearns for him. I have great compassion for him. And so that shows that um, tender emotional fruit, like that comes from discipline. But You have to start with discipline. You can't just skip to that lovey, wonderful part at the end where Hmm. they're repentant, restored, um, cleansed from their disobedience and disrespect, and that you and your child are back in fellowship. You can't just skip to that. You have to go through the, I don't know, do you want to call it a forest, a thicket of discipline to get to the fruit of it?
1: Yeah, very good. So that reminds me of something. Yeah. So when Debbie and I were young, let's say we're, I think we were 22 when we had our first child. His name's Nathan. Young. Uh, yeah, it is young. <laughs> we got married at 20, 22, first, first baby. And um, we had absolutely no instruction whatsoever in biblical parenting. Hmm. It was kind of hard to come by then. I think there's a lot more a lot more resources available now. But we had no instruction. And I was a Spock baby. Dr. Benjamin uh, Spock yes. was an awful lot of babies in my generation were Spock babies. <laughs> it was a great big thick book that we had in mm-hmm. our dry sink. and I rem- It was pink, and I remember it. <laughs> and I have no idea why it had to be so thick. It could have been one sentence. Let them do whatever they want. Ah, because that was pretty much what the book, you know, <laughs> just let them find their way, give them freedom. Mm-hmm. Is that good? a good idea for parenting?
0: Mm. My children finding their own way finds their way very quickly into trouble.
1: Yes. Uh-huh. So all,
0: all kinds of trouble. I'm talking like everything from physical, like the ways that the Lord has sustained their lives is amazing, um, but also just foolish trouble. Like even just last night, one of them was acting up and just um, – just being an instigator and like slamming things on the wall. And it's like, what is going hmm. on? You're just caught up in your foolishness right now. Hmm. Boys. And, but, yeah, yeah. Well, yes. Boys do. <laughs> Sometimes. <Yeah. laughs> so, so here's what happened
1: with us. So yeah, what did you do? So I was a, I was a pastor at a church near Frederick, Maryland. Okay. Um, you might've said I was the associate pastor. Another guy planted the church. Then he had me come and help him out with it. Mm. And uh, we were at a church picnic. So we're all okay. there. Our kid, we had, we had, Several kids by this point, Two boys, I think. And uh, they're little guys, but they're grown. They can run around and stuff. And we didn't know it, but they were being terribly disobedient. We didn't even mm. notice. Like, they're running around terrorizing the place. And we'd say, stop it, and they wouldn't stop it. And we'd mm. say, sit down, and they wouldn't sit down. We'd say, eat this, and they wouldn't eat it and all this stuff. But we were oblivious to it. Uh. So we get home that day after the church picnic, and the phone rings, and it's a guy in the church named Steve. Oh. And he says, uh... Pastor Steve, can I come over and talk to you? There, there's something I need to talk to you about. Okay, sure, come on over. So he came right over to our place, and uh, he was pretty blunt and right to the point. Bless God for that. Yeah. And he said, I need to talk to you about your children and your parenting. Um, you're not. <laughs> you're not parenting. They're yeah. not obeying you. They don't listen to you, blah, blah. That was the beginning of an ab- absolute revolution in mm. our parenting. And it took time because we had let them have their own way for for a while, you know, but um, – Yeah, it was our job to come in there and work with them on things like, here's one of the things we started working on. Yes, I was going to say. We started working on Mm first-time cheerful obedience. Yes. Does that some of you guys talk about? Oh, yes. We say first-time
0: fast all the time. First-time fast. What's that mean? Um, That it is the first time that we say or command something. Often children will come back with, I didn't hear you. and, Uh, And that's where you respond with, it's your job to hear me. Um or you need to be careful to listen and obey to God. And so you need to be careful and listen and obey mom. It's practice. But um yeah, it's just requiring them to respond to your commands. Don't command all the time, I would say. Don't make because sometimes, oh goodness, I catch myself and I'm like, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this, do Uh this. And they're just like I can't catch up. Um (laughs) And so you have to be careful what is a command versus what is a request. And then sometimes we have to treat tweak it and be like, okay, let me clarify. This is a command. <laughs> now Pretty do good. it.
1: <laughs> yeah. So. Well, we like knowing that as adults, right? Yes, we, yes. We, my boss, is this a command? Is this yeah, something I have Yeah, or is to this a or? suggestion? Yeah, uh-huh. But um, that first time, mm-hmm. so let's, let's pause on that a minute yeah. and then talk about Cheerful How did it too, work
0: but, out for you guys? Well,
1: First time, what's the opposite of first time? That would mean. Third time? You've trained them that they don't really have to do it till you scream it the third time. Yes. Right? Till you start pulling out your hair or whatever. So, what we want them to train them to do is mommy really means it on the first time, dad really means it the first time, we expect you to do it the first time, right?
0: Yes, and it's about respect, right? And so it it folds that in as well. And so sometimes we can discipline and talk about, well, that's also just disrespectful. To ignore me, to yes. ignore the authority that God's placed in your life, you know.
1: It is. So now we're getting into attitudes. Oh yes, that's let's, true. Let's just go there for me. Sure. Let's go to yeah, cheerful. So, all right. So cheerful is one. Very good. Thank yeah, you. Sure. First time cheerful. So we we told our kids it needs to be cheerful. What's that? Yes. What's the opposite of that? It can't be
0: grumpy. Yeah. Fussy.
1: Can't be, well, and you no. throw something on the floor. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah.
0: Or rolling your eyes.
1: Oh, oh that's ultimate. <laughs> Disdain for parents. Yes. yes. I'd be like, you will never <laughs> roll your eyes at me again. Right? Make oh, it very yes. So
0: we make it clear.
1: Emphatically clear. Yeah. Um, but cheerful. So mm-hmm. we want them to be able to say,
0: yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Mom. But, sure. So, I'll do that.
1: I remember mm-hmm. taking one of our sons. One of our sons was... Uh, crying and unhappy that I was making him do something. I have no idea what it was. Yeah, who knows? Um, but his face looked anything but <laughs> cheerful, right? And I actually took him in the bathroom and had him look in the mirror. Oh. I said, now look at your face. Does it look cheerful to you? <laughs> yes. And I forget what he said. He probably said, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I but, know those stubborn but kids. But, so that's a good standard, mm-hmm. isn't it? First time, cheerful obedience. Mm-hmm. We're not always going to get that, are we?
0: No. And in our family, we have um, we don't. We use the term happy heart um, because it just seems to work better. And so we instruct them even how to get there because we understand as adults sometimes we don't want to obey or or our emotions rise up when we see um, a situation where we know what God requires of us and we don't want to do it. Hmm. So what do we do? How are we supposed to train ourselves and our children in self-control? Um, and, and that's what I think it boils down to is that it's like, okay, so what, what do you do? You tell God. It's so simple. You say, God, I don't want to do this. And then you confess that and say, Lord, I'm not obeying. I don't want to obey. May you help me obey. And then what we do with our kids is say, what's one thing you can be thankful for right now? Nice. To try to help their hearts, to give them a little bit of a jump start into joy again. Because we have so much to be joyful about, but they choose grumpiness sometimes. Grumpy sometimes. Yes. So we
1: discipline, we discipline for actions that are wrong. You hit your brother or whatever. Oh, yes. But we also discipline for attitudes. Yes. So what would, can you think off the top of your head, what would an example be of an attitude that you would want to discipline for?
0: <sighs> Impatience.
1: How would that be, how would you see that in sure. your son? Sure,
0: sure. So I'm having a conversation with another adult. My son comes up. And goes, mama, 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 and I say, one moment. Yeah. And then he goes, mama,
2: mama, 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 oh, and it's like, oh.
0: okay, we got to go and address this. And uh-huh. that's like a impatient fussiness that happens uh, pretty often. Um, that we are tr- trying to train out of our children. So that's yeah. that's one. Um, I don't know. Do you, do, what did you run into? Well, I think that's
1: a great example. And in fact, I love the example of uh, they need to. They need to learn to wait yes. while mommy's talking with somebody. They can't mm-hmm. interrupt your conversation. Yes, exactly. So parents, did you hear that? You need <laughs> to train your child to not interrupt adult conversations um, because it's rude, it's impolite, it's, oh, you yes. know, it disrupts them. So what we had them do, we got this from somebody else, yeah, yeah. they would come up and they're allowed to put their hand on mommy's hip.
0: Okay, that's a good way to do and it. And then
1: they had to just wait. Until mommy acknowledges them. And okay. mommy might take a while finishing <laughs> your conversation and they have to learn to just wait. Just but wait. that that's the thing we did.
0: Yeah, that's um, good. That's a good one to do.
1: Yes, yes. Mm. But uh, disciplining attitudes. So, so what if you said to somebody, this this is the thing mm-hmm. from uh, Nancy Wilson? Sure,
0: sure, she, sure, yeah.
1: You go pick up your daughter. She's mm. been in a sleepover, or whatever. She's mm. having so much fun with the girls, and you show oh, up yes. and say, "All right, it's time to go now, honey." And she goes, oh, mom." Oh, yes, that. She didn't actually. She didn't do anything wrong physically. She didn't hurt wow. anybody. She didn't break anything, but she's giving you the ah, oh, mom.
0: Oh yes. Would,
1: would you? I would discipline. To that?
0: Oh yes, because it, it. What it's showing is that you are not. You, you are selfish, you're wanting to do what you want to do without um, understanding that your mom knows what's best. And it's a pride thing too, especially with my boys. I have one who thinks he's the smartest in the world. He's even, he's told me this. Mom, I'm the smartest in the world. It's like, oh, <laughs> that's great. Um, and uh-huh. so just having to be like, no, you have to trust me. I'm not, or, or um, even that, I feel like all mom and why, fall into the same category of Why? just like, you're not trusting me. You don't trust that I'm in charge and you don't trust that I know it's best right now. Um, and so it's the same thing. It's disrespect and it's dishonoring to your d- to the office of parent because they should respect the office of parent. Hmm. So um, yeah, it, same same thing. <laughs> and, you... and anger too. I feel like anger, that's another one that can cu- kind of fall in that same thing of like, I don't wanna leave. Yeah. Right. And yep. it's just like,
1: because we're teaching ooh, them self-control. right?
0: Yes, exactly. If, if
1: we don't teach them these things, then what happens when they ha- go to school, maybe, and have a teacher? What happens when they oh, yes. go have a job and the boss tells them to clean that up over there and they don't want to? And oh, yes. so We have to teach them what attitudes will be appropriate for the rest of your life. How do you interact with people? What do you learn to control and so on? And you're, you're blessing your children when you teach them that stuff.
0: Often I feel like we as parents want to rely on the external social pressure of those um, outside of the home places like school or the library, and we're hoping that the child will just do it naturally there Hmm. because, oh, well, it's just so different from home. They're They're not as comfortable with their teacher as they are with me. But I have not seen that ever work, and if it is working, then what you're actually teaching your child is people-pleasing, hmm. right? Is like, oh, I'm here, and I can gain approval by being quiet at the library, you know, or something like that, or obeying the teacher the first time. Oh, look, the teacher really likes me. And what you're teaching them is just to please people rather than actually pleasing God and being like, I'm, I'm willing to do, I'm willing to please these people because it pleases God. Yeah. I, I guess that's the yeah, best amen. way to say that. A
1: really higher, a higher goal there. Yes. So we also found that if our kids started acting up, uh, we could probably recognize that we weren't being consistent. I mean, that this happened again and again and again yes. and again and again, oh. again, that we weren't consistent. Do you find that's a thing?
0: Oh, yes. Things happen in your life sometimes that... Like we're about to have a new baby. I am sure that I will not be able to be as consistent as I wish Mm. in those first few weeks. And so I know we're gonna get off the rails and then I'm gonna have to bring us back onto the rails. Um, And also even just uh, sometimes just the sin of laziness, again, like that is just what happens sometimes where you're just like, oh, I don't wanna deal with them. I just, I don't have the mental capacity to, to deal with discipline today. And it's like, well, you don't actually have that option. Is mm-hmm. <laughs> that you yeah. need to obey God. So confess that, repent, and come right back on in, yep. so.
1: Yeah, amen to that. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about levels of discipline.
2: Sure, right. yeah, okay. So
1: there, there are levels. And there are even people who are not Christian people who don't really believe the Bible. Think of a guy like Jordan Peterson and his yes. 12 Rules for Life. And he talks about disciplining and he has a, like a.
2: Yes. A, 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 a strata. Yeah, a strata. <laughs> that's right.
1: So so something that's very low on the discipline spectrum might just be a look.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And with some children, a look will do. With <laughs> yes. other children, a look will never do. Right? Nope. <laughs> when when with someone else, it might be a word. Somebody mm-hmm. else might need a whole lot more words. Uh, mm-hmm. With somebody else, they might need uh, – I think he suggests if your baby keeps reaching out to touch the food when you're spooning mm-hmm. it up to them. And we wanted to teach them, no, you don't grab the food. You don't mm-hmm. grab the spoon. You're mm-hmm. supposed to sit there like this and let me spoon it in. Mm-hmm. And I think he suggested like a little flick oh, on yes, the, on yes. is another mm-hmm. thing. But then even a guy like Jordan Peterson says there's a place for spanking. Yeah. Like you don't want to spank for everything. If a word yeah. will do it, fine. If a look will do it, fine. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about – Spanking,
0: <laughs> sure. It's spanking in the Bible, yes, quite a lot.
1: It is, isn't it?
0: Do you have any verses to isn't share? It? We, we <laughs> happen
1: to have some, but isn't that amazing? It seems like oh. so. I'm a little bit out of touch with parents because sure, you know, we're sure. grandparents. We have sure. 13 grandchildren, and um, I'm a little out of touch with what our Christian parents are doing now. But I have a hunch. There's a lot of what I think it's called soft.
0: Gentle, gentle gentle parenting what is that Tell oh us about that. gosh oh man um i will try to withhold disdain from my oh voice. we already
1: saw it <laughs> okay
0: <laughs> gentle parenting is often trying to express to the children that you can make the right choice on your own um and you have wisdom inside yourself and wow. it all comes down to this like I won't respond at all, which I agree with. Uh, some people say gentle parenting is just emotionally regulated parenting. It's like, well, hmm. if you're ever exploding, that's sin. Mm. And so it's like, that's not what I'm talking about when I say spanking. Um, yeah. So that's maybe a defining of terms kind of thing. But a lot of people just say, oh, you should never hit your child. You're trying to teach them empathy and kindness. And so you explain to them how it affected you. I'm like, that's called emotional manipulation.
1: And, and so, and you're aware of Christian parents thinking that way and talking yes, that Yes,
0: I would say so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See,
1: I have this fear. I'm not in touch. I don't know just what to do, but I have this concern because that's kind of that's very much in the water of our culture. It's very right now, much isn't in
0: it? the water, and you can get confused because you're you enter lots of parenting situations are confusing, right? You're just like I don't quite know what to do right now. It's not as black and white as I was hoping. What do I do? And what comes to the tip of my tongue sometimes it's like how do you think that made your brother feel and it's like that's not what needs mm-hmm. to be stressed right now What needs mm-hmm. to be stressed is that you shoved him and took his toy, and yep. that shows something in your heart.
1: Yeah, and not, we would tell yeah. that that's murder and stealing. Thank right? you. Every shove leads to murder, if it can, yes. and taking his toy is stealing. Stealing, yes. So you yes. just broke two you big commandments. Yep. Yep. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, that is that –
1: is, yeah, I'm
0: taking that one home with me.
1: <laughs> um, so. How about some Bible verses about spanking? Because I think Please. we need them in our day. Um, so I'm going to read one here. It's Proverbs 13, 24. Whoever spares the rod – Now, rod means rod. Rod isn't just like a metaphor for gentle parenting, right, for some other kind of discipline. Rod means rod. That means, you know, on on their behind, Mm -hmm. uh, whoever spares the rod hates his son. Oh, no, it's because I'm loving. No, actually, what you're doing is going to hurt them.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, by
1: not disciplining them, it's going to hurt them in life. It's going to hurt them in their development. So God says, whoever spares the rod hates his son, but he who loves him is diligent to discipline him with the rod, that is. Yes. So, so it's not a matter of what well, we're parents and we can make our choices. Yes. It's a matter of if you're a Christian family, you're a Christian mother, you're a Christian mm-hmm. father – Do you learn your parenting from God's Word or from the world? Do you Mm -hmm. learn your parenting? Do you take your cues from God's Word or the the world? It's a matter of submitting to God's Word. Wait a minute. God is wiser. God is better than my little empathetic heart. right? God is better than our culture. And God tells me, here's a means to an end that I want you to use. Do you agree with that?
0: Oh, yes. Yes. God created your son or your, your daughter. God created them, so he knows how they work best. And he said, "The rod is what works best."
1: Yes, and and again, okay. I'm, I'm agreeing with Jordan Peterson. Only a, 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 uh, as a last, yes, re- like the yes. word will do it. Then a word will do yes. it. All right. If a talking to you will do it, but sometimes we we need a rod. Uh, there are some other verses. You want to yes. read this one?
0: Sure. Um, Do not withhold discipline from a child. If you strike him with a rod, he will not die. If you strike him with the rod, you will save his soul from Sheol.
1: And where is that? That
0: is is in Proverbs again. There's so many in Proverbs. This one's Proverbs 23, Mm -hmm. 13 through 14.
1: So it's funny, isn't it? If you strike him with a rod, he will not die. Why does he say that?
0: (sighs) Because in my mama heart... I'm like, oh, but I'm supposed to be the source of life for them. And you have to understand that this is what gives life.
2: Mm, very good. Um,
0: even though it's painful for the moment, I mean, if if you even just look at Hebrews 12, um, it just goes on and on about how um, discipline is how we show our love and how we lead our children into wisdom, into life, into into good um, obedience um, to us, yes, but also, eventually, to the Lord. Um, we're not the ones who save them, of course, but they do um, learn and practice obeying, which they'll have to do for the rest of their life with the Lord.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so they get and to do that with us. And with
1: other authorities in their lives. Yes, many. Let me read a few more quick. Proverbs twenty nine fifteen: The rod and reproof, so there's words and there's a spanking mm-hmm. action. The rod and reproof give wisdom, but a child left to himself brings shame to his mother. Yeah. So do you want him to bring shame to you? Leave him to himself. Leave him to himself is no rod, yes. no discipline
0: like, you run into that parent in Walmart,
1: I'm sure. <laughs> you do, don't you? <laughs> right? uh-huh. Absolutely. Proverbs 22, 15, folly is bound up in the heart of a child, but the rod of discipline drives it far from him. Yes. Yeah. Folly is absolutely bound up in the heart of a child. Like, don't leave them to their own heart. You've got to teach them better than what's coming out of their
0: What's of their even heart. making me think right now um, is in Psalm 23, you know, the Psalm of the Gentle Shepherd. It says that your rod and your staff comfort Mm -hmm. me. And so yes, one of them is for beating away bad guys, but the rod is for discipline of the sheep.
1: The sheep too.
0: And so, and that's a comfort? Oh, good. So we're also teaching our children that the rod is comfort.
1: Yes, I'm comforted because I know my shepherd's there. I know my shepherd's caring for me. I know my shepherd will take care of me.
0: And they won't let me, like my shepherd won't let me Uh, Make such a poor choice that I end up maybe making uh, a very bad choice that ends in a very bad consequence.
1: Yes. You know, one consequence might be if you allow your children to be so bad, Mm. you don't like them. Yes. That's a bad consequence. So don't let them do anything, Jordan Peterson (laughs) said. Don't let them do anything that would make you not like them.
2: Yes. And there's a
1: further reason for that, because if you let them do things that make you not like them, nobody's going to like them.
2: Oh, yes. So you've
1: got to save them from a life where nobody likes them. They don't have any friends. They're brooding in the basement and getting angry. right? Oh, yes. So instead of that, you've got to teach them to do things that other people will like them for. Mm -hmm. Behave in this way. People will like you. Mm -hmm. So it's training with mom. It's training with dad. Yes. 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 yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah.
1: They need to like you. So let's talk about training. Sure. Um. Having practice for how to obey, Mm -hmm. practice. You do that. What you describe that to us. What is that?
0: This is a newer thing in our family, but it has been so helpful. Where we do obedience games, and so I'll have
1: obedience games.
0: Yeah, I'll just have a little bowl of M and M's. M and M's are the best. Uh Um, And we'll say, okay, can you run downstairs and get your pillow? And when you come back, you get an M M&M. and M, or even for my two-year-old, simple, simple, just being like, go over there and get your buddy and bring him right back, and he does it, and he, Ma, uh-huh. like, mama, mama, and it's like, yeah, and it, it is so great. But we also are trying to train them that obedience really brings good, like. It's not just drudgery, hmm. right mm-hmm. And so sometimes I'll try to make a little surprise or I, I set up a little Christmas tree in their room and I was like, okay and I and I have all these ornaments. Mom, what are those ornaments for? Well, you just have to trust me, take these ornaments to your room and see what I set up and, oh. and they're like, okay, immediate obedience there. Wow, uh-huh. that's uh-huh. easy. Uh-huh. but or, or even just like, okay, pour these oats into the bowl so that we can make cookies. Um, and they're training like, oh yeah, mom asks me to do weird things sometimes, but man, sometimes it comes out to awesome things like cookies. So, pretty cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I can't remember. Did Debbie and I ever <laughs> do anything like that? Did we have oh. like, trials, mock, mock obedience situations? Yes. Uh, I don't know if we did that. But uh, let's talk about what happens when you take them out someplace. Oh, so yes. let How about let's make it the grocery store. The grocery right? store. How do kids? No, there's like a, a switch yes. in head. And go, oh, this is the grocery store. I can be really bad here. I can really get away with stuff here.
0: So much.
1: How do you train your kids to not get away with stuff in the grocery store? Any ideas?
0: I'm sure Debbie did this too, where you would have to set up some ground rules. Almost every time, I feel like I have to remind, remind them the them on ground the way. That, out but in just, the parking lot, yes, being like, you don't run around, you don't hit people with your cart, you don't, you know, just having to lay out those ground rules again, or like, even something as simple as keep your hands in the cart, because I've had kids reach out and knock mm-hmm. things off the shelf, no. and it's like, oh goodness, we have now made a huge mess, mm-hmm. and so. Um, just having to remind them of the ground rules of how just to act and what your expectations are. And then we review often when we get back to the car. So nice. we'll be like, okay, you did pretty good with all of these. But when we got to the line at the very end when we were in the checkout, you guys really wanted that candy. And you know that we only get what's on the list. Um, and so you asked you asked too much and um, things like that. But did, like that. did Debbie ever – leave her cart and have to take the kids out. Yeah. So the, you should <laughs> ask. Yeah, absolutely.
1: So we had some serious problems at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. So let me just tell you one oh, true please. story. So I, I think we only it. had our first two at this point. They were little guys and uh we both took them to the grocery store and they were running up and down the aisles oh and stuff my. and acting like you know crazy people. And they knocked off of the shelf a big <gasps> pickle jar oh
0: no it's like that and big. not pickles and it it's always pickles <laughs> and the pickles
1: went everywhere and the juice went everywhere and glass went everywhere
0: oh. and
1: this grocery store i knew the manager he's a christian he's a brother in christ oh. and i had to go go up there and he was the one who was there hey we knocked the pickle jar i'm so sorry i'll clean it up and he wouldn't let me do that oh, no yes. sir we clean it up yes. and all that so, yes. so i felt so ashamed and so embarrassed and that was one wake-up call for us okay we need to up our game here they just yeah. busted a pickle jar. So we determined that we, we're going to have a conference in the car <laughs> every time we arrive at the grocery store. Yes. We're going to rehearse what's going to be proper behavior, like you were saying. And then uh, there were a couple times. You know, If you do things a couple times, very often it leads to some lasting fruit, right? Yes, yes. So, yeah, the thing you're asking about, uh, we would actually leave the shopping cart in the store with all the groceries in it. Mm-hmm. It will probably be waiting for us. Take them out to the car. If it looks too visible out there, oh yes, drive around the back <laughs> of the grocery store. Yep, yep. yep. Apply the rod of uh, instruction yes. to the seat. What's that saying? The, the rod of discipline to the seat of instruction. There it is. There it, there it is. <laughs> and then and then we'd say, now we're going to go back <laughs> in, and this time here's what we're going to do, and we'll go back in, mm. and that worked. Uh, we only did that once or twice, and they got it.
0: Yeah, I think I've only ever had to do it once or twice too. Oh yes, yeah. it's terrible. But I have also noticed, especially as the, they get older, I can ask them the questions and they'll tell me. And so even like going oh, to church, that's cool. I'll be like, okay, so our our word is like, don't be a hooligan. And so I was like, so what? How would a hooligan act at church? Well, they'd run up front, or they'd be silly, or they'd that's hit pretty, somebody. <laughs> don't be a
1: hooligan. Do they do they know about hooligans? Do you um, explain to them what that is?
0: It's, uh, as age appropriate as I could, but right. yes.
1: That's pretty wild. I like that. Uh-huh.
0: So yeah. And then they feel like they're a part of it because they're able to answer the question correctly. They're like, Well, I do know actually how not to be a hooligan. Good, then I'm gonna definitely expect it from you, <laughs> you know, pretty right? Good. Uh-huh. Oh. I like that. Yes. What about
1: um what about giving them jobs to keep them busy, to keep oh, them out of trouble? Oh yes.
0: That is so important. Um, A few of my mom friends have noticed the same thing with their kids, um, especially boys. Um, But girls can be like this, too, where they just need a job. Like, there are some kids who are happy to sit and look through a picture book by themselves That's not my kids if you leave them for five minutes they're opening a window and trying to throw things out of it Uh, uh, uh. so it's just like okay um i guess you need to do things and they are so happy they thrive on it because they also get encouragement and love and especially boys boys definitely need a job because it's a in their dna they need that expression of their strength and their masculinity and And
1: exercising dominion yes yes Yes. and
0: so even just the other day we had them carry a bunch of laundry baskets and they were like look (laughs) at my muscles Uh i can pick up these laundry baskets like great great. good Uh job look at you you're doing it and so they just love it they love having a job and it makes them feel like they're a part of the family rather than feeling like it's here to serve me Now, I think right? this
1: is really big and really important yeah. for, for this reason also. They've got to learn that wherever you live for the rest of your life, wherever you are, you have to contribute toward the maintenance of the space yes. that you live in, right? Yes. And I think an awful lot of parents give their kids virtually nothing to do. It's like, yes. oh, I won't make – I don't want to make them do that. It's work. No, they need to learn. Mm-hmm. Wherever you live, you have to be responsible and you have, to do, you have to do some work. So good idea to give them jobs to do.
0: And I was going to say, they even will fuss about it. Like, just two days ago, we were putting away their laundry, and Emmerich goes, I don't want to ever have to do this again, Mom. It's not my job. And I was like, oh, it actually is. You have clothes. You have to wear them. You're a person. You will always have to put away clean clothes. It's just what you'll have to do. And he's like, ugh. And again, more discipline and instruction over that attitude, but that they just have to learn what is required of them as a person. Yes. Right? Just yes. living as a person. Yeah. You need so. to have
1: jobs as you're contributing. So let me mm-hmm. tell you a story on myself. Please. So my mother, man, I was her only boy. You know, I have a sister. And, <laughs> and, and she just loved and loved and loved and loved on me, which is a pretty place, mm-hmm. c- pretty good place to yeah. grow up in, right? That can lead to health. But um, so she p- kind of did everything for me. Like mm-hmm. she always did my laundry, folded it, put it How away. Old? Oh, I don't know. I'm pretty <laughs> old. I think by the time I was in high school, I was doing my own laundry.
0: Okay, okay. Right, That's but, not as bad as some people I know, uh, like my husband. Oh, yeah. No, you go oh, ahead. You tell Mar- tell your right, story. A story.
1: Tell your there, story there, huh? <laughs> so, um, so she did all this stuff for me. And uh, so now, by the way, Debbie and I have it just works. We have separate yeah. laundry baskets. Oh, great. I t- deal with my own laundry. But I often, when it's done, I leave it sitting there in the basket.
2: Hmm. And she
1: goes, all right, I'll do And she folds it. <laughs> and I feel bad about that. So I'm trying yeah. to hurry. But anyway, um, here's, the, here's the worst part of this story. So I went off to college when I'm 18. The day mm-hmm. I was 18, I showed mm-hmm. up at Washington yes. Bible College. And I'm pretty sure, this is embarrassing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did not wash my sheets for the entire first semester because I didn't realize you do that because my mom always did that.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. I just
1: never thought oh I need to wash these things. It's terrible, isn't it?
0: Oh, I have That's heard so worse stories. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. My husband actually he, when he went He's in this room by I, the know, way. I know, I oh. know. But uh, when he went on a mission trip, one of his co-workers who was also on this mission trip had never done his own laundry. This is at, this is post college. Wow. To the point that he never washed his laundry for that whole year.
1: He just wore yeah. stuff and more stuff and more stuff. Yep.
0: Ooh. Yep. <laughs> so,
1: so there you mothers go. <laughs> teach your kids to do the laundry. Dads yes. teach your kids to do the laundry. Yes.
0: Mhm. Very
1: good. Um, let's see. Let's talk about Let's talk about.
0: Oh, can I talk about saturation love for a moment? Yeah,
1: cuz I don't know what that means. Sure. What is that? It sounds so, bad. Is it bad? Oh, no. It's oh, supposed it's to be good. Oh, okay. What is it?
0: Um, it's Making sure that your children are receiving so much love from you and affection and encouragement, um, even just um, touch as well, especially yeah. with my boys, um, that their tanks are full. Sure. So when you go to make the withdrawal of discipline, mm-hmm. there's enough in there. No, There's no bottoming out yep. of um, their tanks because often when that happens, you can see it change on their face where they're just like – you haven't poured in enough and i don't feel like this is like you even love me anymore Mm. and it's like oh i guess we need to snuggle more after this discipline but we will still have it but we'll snuggle um and so just making sure that you are monitoring the tanks of your children to make sure that their tanks are full
1: yeah and This goes into adult relationships. So I'm a pastor, and there are people in the the church, and I am conscious of the fact, like when I'm with somebody. So I made a visit to Mm. a house yesterday Mm. and uh, had to talk with them about something that could have gotten difficult. It Mm. didn't. It went wonderful. They're great people and all that. But I was conscious of the fact that by driving to their house, I'm putting money into my bank. Mm-hmm, thing, right? Yes. By being willing to show up, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, coming to them to talk about this thing, to make sure we're good, showing them respect in the way the conversation went, giving them the benefit of the doubt in the way they I'm just investing and investing in the relationship so that when I have to draw on that someday, yes. I can draw a little bit and it'll be yeah. okay, right? Yes. So this goes into adulthood. You're teaching your kids. You and your kids have to do that. Yes. Yeah, yes. very good stuff. So did you are each of your sons, Different, unlike one another. So mm. we have four boys, yes, and I... my saying is each one came out of the womb saying something different.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. So That's first, a good way to say it. The first
1: one, there's a lot of different things we could pin on him, but the one we picked is he was the police.
0: Ah, like He
1: was the he was the police. uh enforcer of righteousness. <laughs> he was really that.
0: His righteousness or God's righteousness? Uh, well, okay. <laughs> yeah,
1: whatever righteousness he could get hold of. So he came out of the womb almost saying like. Somebody's doing something wrong, and I'm going to catch it. (laughs) The the number two one came out of the womb pretty much saying, let's have fun.
2: Uh The number uh three one
1: came out of the womb saying, I'm feeling kind of blue today. (laughs) And the number four one came out of the womb and said, I love you and what to please you. What can I do? (laughs) They were all so different. Are yours different?
0: Oh, yes, very much so. We have um, a few different mixes, but my eldest is definitely, I am in charge. I have good ideas, and I know what I'm going to do. He's the visionary. Is and he the
1: one that's smarter than everyone on the planet? Mm,
0: yes, that's what he that believes so far. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but then my second is, is a sweetheart. He really is, but he's also wild. So he mm. has two very different, like he just, uh, um, you know, who's, whoever starts the mosh pit, mm-hmm. that that's going to be him. That'd so be I, him? I know that. It's okay. But he's also going to vacuum your floor for, for you. So it, happily, joyfully, can I vacuum, Mom? It's like. Sure, and my third one just seems to roll with whatever. I, maybe that's what happens as kids, as my you go down, one, I, I, uh-huh. they're just like I'm easygoing. Whatever is happening is happening.
1: Uh-huh. So, yeah, but yeah, they all, and now you're about to have a daughter, and that's going to be know. all oh,
0: too. Who uh-huh. knows? Oh. But
1: um, are there any way, any specific things you need to do to like navigate their differences? Can't treat them all the same, right?
0: Yeah, no. um, I heard. I heard a good. Um, like metaphor for this is that not everyone needs to spend the same time in the bath. Um, Some Mm. people need to really scrub, and some people were already pretty ready to be clean. Um, This is a
1: metaphorical bath. A
0: metaphorical bath, of Mm. course, yes. Um, And so it kind of works with discipline, too. Often the hardest heart of our children wants to make sure that everybody gets the same as him, but I've had to explain to him that, his heart is harder and so he might need more because he needs to have his heart softened but then other times the other one needs his heart softened more so it's uh, i don't know it's a toss-up but often again it's just paying attention to them as individuals maybe i i don't quite know what do you think on this because it's still very fuzzy for me as i go through Uh, it
1: well ours differed so greatly that um that one needed a whole lot more discipline.
0: Okay, yes.
1: That one. that one over there, the youngest one who came out saying, I love you and I want to please you and I want to mm. do what's good and I want to be obedient and <laughs> tell me what to do. I mean, we hardly ever had to do any kind of discipline with him whatsoever <laughs> all the way up till he got married. And then it's her problem, right? But, uh, yeah, um, <laughs>
0: pass it off. <laughs> and
1: then there were others that required much more attention. And mm. the one that came out said, saying, I'm feeling kind of blue he needed a very different kind of attention yeah. than the other ones did. In mm-hmm. fact, looking back on it, I think I should have been much more all over that with getting mm-hmm. him the kind of attention he needed and affection that he needed and so on and so forth. So what are we saying? Parents, know know your children, yes. know their differences, and work with each one accordingly.
0: And I was gonna say, like, even with um, just knowing almost the sins that they are most pr- prone to so that you can keep mm. circling back, like, like the one who was um, I. I I have one that's a manipulator. And so, just having to be like, you need to watch that in your heart. You're starting to Mm. make other people think that what they really want is what you want. And you need to be careful here that that can lead to good or it can lead to destruction. Mm -hmm. And so, I just How old is
1: that one? Five. Five. A yes. five-year-old is capable of that.
0: Oh, so much. Uh-huh. He'll be like, well, he's almost a salesman with the toy that he wants to give away. Uh-huh. Look at how good this toy is. Don't you want it, brother? And just So he can get the other toy? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, so uh-huh. I'm always like, Mm, did you see what just happened there? <laughs>
1: Pretty clever, Oh,
0: huh? gosh. They're sneaky little buggers, aren't yes. they?
1: So, Taylor, something we haven't talked about much, or we barely talked about it, is... Uh, Self-control in the heart of the disciplining parent. So I think you hit it at this early on in our podcast. But, um, you know, obviously we don't want to discipline in anger. Mm -hmm. It's not Mm -hmm. I'm not administering punishment because you made me mad so you get punished. Mm -hmm. So instead, what is it all about? And and what's your Mm. heart? What's the parent's heart during the act of discipline?
0: It should be obedience to the Lord. That should be the heart is that I am pleasing the Lord in doing this. Um, and so that warns you away from that um, I'm getting my retribution on my child because they embarrass me, mm. because they hurt my feelings, because I'm angry at them and they're going to get it. Um, it's never about that. It You're the adult and you're um, – All of that is dealt with the Lord, not with your child. Mm -hmm. Um, And so you have to come into it with the same heart that you're requiring of your child, a cheerful heart, right? You're requiring requiring cheerful obedience in your child, and so that's required of you. That's pretty good. And so you come in with a cheerful heart. All right, we're going to go do this. And so sometimes at the end of discipline, like my kids and I are laughing. Yes, Hmm. I spanked them. Mm -hmm. Yes, they cried. Yes, they got comforted and loved. And then we end up giggling after we pray, you know, like, and it's like.
1: Because things are better now and they know they're right with uh, mom again. Yes,
0: everything's been restored. It's so lovely. And beautiful. Yes. And sometimes they still have a little bit of sourness in their heart. And we've been saying, okay, stay in here then until you're ready to come out with a happy heart. Mm -hmm. We've had some times where they'll stay in there for 20 minutes and we're like. Well, you're missing out on the fun out here, so okay. It's
1: taking them that long to subdue their emotions subdue yes. their heart and all that. Yes. yes. But what we're saying is, yeah. another way of saying this is, uh, I think you'll agree with me. You should never discipline in anger. You yes. never discipline because you're out of control. You never discipline because they made you mad what they did and you're going to get them. It's yeah. never about that.
0: Or fear. That's the other one. Good you want to be careful that. with fear as well because... Sometimes you want to discipline because they scared you so much. An example of this is my youngest, my two-year-old, walked out onto the ice Ooh. on our pond. Ooh. My eldest saved him. Amazing, wonderful son. Praised him out the wazoo. But man, mm. did I want to get that little one and be like, you want that? You know, like <laughs> you want. I wanted to explode on him so that it really scared him too, mm. so that he understood. But um, it was. I I had to calm it down. And so sometimes, if if you are so emotionally frayed or teed up for something, sometimes I just have to be like, just go and sit in the bathroom. That's where we do discipline. Like, just go sit. Mom needs to pray. Um,
1: I'll be in a minute. And I'll
0: be in a minute. (laughs) I just, I need a minute. Um, And so sometimes you just have to get that self control on yourself too. Because again, you're requiring self control of them. So, what are you going to show them? Either self control or lack of yes. self-control and that's
1: exactly right it's a very self controlled thing the fruit of the spirit is dot 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 self self-control control. Mm-hmm. so you're able to rein in your own emotions and uh, if, if you're acting if you're out of control in your emotions don't discipline them yep. now right it's better you, not you'll to overdo it you'll yep. yeah uh-huh. yep. so wait till you're sweet in your disposition and then it's more of a cerebral thing i'm doing mm-hmm. this to god i'm doing mm-hmm. this for my child it's going to be good for them yes yeah
0: and Very important. again, sometimes for me, it is just saying like, no, the spank actually has to hurt. Like, don't just give it too light, Taylor, and be like, oh, well, I, I obeyed. Through two you layers know. of soggy diapers. I know, uh-huh. I know. You just have to actually make it memorable for them because it's dealing with a sin, yes. is dealing with the sin. And so you're dealing with it. You're saying this was wrong. This is being dealt with. And now there's restoration on the other side it's
1: beautiful yeah it is it really is it's helpful yeah um what about what about schooling how are you guys schooling your kids oh yes
0: oh this can be such a hot topic because a lot of people feel like they don't have a choice Um, where where they feel like well i have Mm -hmm. to work and he has to work and so we have to send our kids and we don't have enough finances to send them to the school we would like them to go to so they're in public school or some people try to make that choice um and i i think that's a rather naive thought um if you're if you are a teacher and you want to be a missionary in a public school great that's fine but i think you're children are most likely unprepared and unvetted missionaries. Yeah,
1: so there's a lot of that, isn't there? Just mm-hmm. talk about, oh, we send our kids there because...
0: We want salt and light. want
1: them to be missionaries. Mm-hmm. They are not ready to be They're missionaries. Not. No. yeah, More, yeah no. The culture is too big, <laughs> it's too powerful, it's going to cave yes. in on them. Now, our position at Cornerstone here, we're both mm-hmm. part of the same church, mm-hmm. is um, we don't take a position on how... Yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's your choice, you're the parents, mm-hmm. you get to choose, and we have parents with kids in public school and we don't mm-hmm. say a word to them about that. Yep. Um. But we do want to say, man, public school was bad enough when I was a kid,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and now, wow! Like there, there are missionaries from the other team. Oh yeah, looking for your kids mm-hmm. to be their converts.
0: Yes, um, at very young ages. Yes,
1: so mm-hmm. uh, just not a healthy place. So. If you have your kids in public school, we would say you better be very aware of what's going on. Very in touch with your school. Very involved with your school. Mm -hmm. Very involved in your kids' lives and who are their friends and all this stuff. Oh, yes. So many things. But um, what about sending them to a private Christian school? How would you feel about that if you can afford it? Not everybody can.
0: If you can afford it, I think that's a great place for them. And I think you still need to be involved in their lives because there can be wolves in sheep's clothing even there. Um, And so you still need to be wary of who – what other just what influences are coming into their life or even how the teachers are teaching the curriculum can sometimes be like well you're twisting that so Mm. let's talk Mm -hmm. um and you just have to be careful we currently are homeschooling which has been a great choice for us so far but i can tell that um my boys are ready for the challenge that i can't give them at home um, especially my smartest in the world child <laughs> is ready to be challenged. I think even by his peers, and being hmm. shown, oh, I'm not the smartest in the world. I think uh, that would be good for his, that, yeah. yeah, for his heart even. So it, it is. It's a very hard choice, but just be a ve- just be very careful in choosing government schools because of the way that. Even just the bus ride. Like, we were having so much trouble just with the kids in our neighborhood because they have phones, and
1: mm-hmm. they're watching
0: things, and they're showing oh, their friends man. things. How old are these kids? I mean, we were having six-year-olds. Um, they have a
1: phone, and they're watching things.
0: Mm-hmm. And man. when my husband went over to say, what are you watching? Immediately put How it away. How do you even
1: raise righteous kids in this culture?
0: I it's don't. It's crazy. I don't know. But yeah. the Lord is with you, and it has happened in other places where there was— pornographic statues you know so it's like there there is the possibility you mean
1: like in somebody's home or
0: well something? no i was thinking oh. more like ancient oh yeah. like ancient Corinth. greece yeah, Corinth. yeah you walk down it, the street and yeah it's just like well you're seeing things there and, yes. and they were able to raise righteous children there yeah, so there we yeah. we have the we have the opportunity and the lord is still sovereign but be wary <laughs> i don't know keep your guard up maybe <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Taylor
1: it's been great talking with you about parenting yes and I'm going to say for what the third or fourth time <laughs> you're about to have a daughter now I know so you guys yes. are about to enter into another level of parenting right oh yeah add number four and now it's going to be a girl that's uh <laughs> changing things up quite a bit in your family but I'm oh, yes. excited for you can't wait Thank to you. meet her you're not making her name known yet are you
0: Will this? I was going to say, will this go out after she's Uh, born or not? uh, No. (laughs) Probably will.
1: It'll go out after. Okay,
0: perfect. We're naming her Aurelia Prudence Ruth.
1: Oh, Um, wow.
0: Beautiful. Wise, golden. Wallace. And Um, Wallace. Well, that hopefully won't be forever. She won't be a Wallace forever, which, of course, breaks her daddy's heart, Uh but that's okay.
1: (laughs) Thank you for coming in. Thank you. And uh, spending this time with us. I know you had difficulty getting here because the road was closed down and all kinds of obstacles and all kinds of things. Almost seemed like the adversary of our souls didn't want this episode to happen. But it happened. We pulled it off. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you all for joining us today. Uh, We come out, uh, Grounded episodes come out twice a month on all the major platforms. You must already know that because you already found us. But uh, if you like us and want to promote this a little bit, here's what you could do. You could share this with a friend. You could write some comments. You could just give us a thumbs up. So uh, we would look forward to receiving those things from you. Again, thanks for joining us. And that's all for today.